welcome to Red Gate and Wolf. We are an actual play monster of the week podcast, and I am your host and keeper, Sarah. Joining me today is Sean. Hi, I'm Sean, and I play Angus McRae, the monstrous. And still my favorite, Celeste. <laughs> Hello, my name is Celeste, and I play Marie Redgate, the crooked. When last we met, Angus and Marie had unknowingly traveled back in time just before the Millennium Bug was meant to end the world. They found themselves in Hendrix, then called Springfield, and quickly found allies in Deputy Winters and Mavis the Librarian, as well as that bitch Meadow who was very little help at all. They also kidnapped young Joel, fed him pancakes and boozy chocolate, before he projectile vomited in the honeymoon suite. When they turned their backs on him, he obviously ran away. In an attempt to not fuck up the timeline, although let's face it, they've already done that, they go looking for Joel. Along the way, they find a crack, which of course Angus just has to shove his hands into and spread apart. After killing the imps that then flew out of the passage and putting Marie out because she'd caught on fire, they got scolded by Bitch Meadow. They then got a lead from a strange homeless man and ran to the Johnson Ranch, where Marie burst into the barn alone and without reading a bad situation and let's just jump straight into things here you are in a barn on the johnson ranch you have encountered steve a woman has cocked a gun and how's it at marie's head and suggested that you invite your friend on inside what do you do marie mm, hands up Gonna do a, a very slow, dramatic turnaround to see who is speaking. It's a woman probably in her early thirties, but she looks a lot older than that. Could have been beautiful once in her earlier years, but it looks like drugs have aged her. She's got this natty kind of straw-colored blonde hair. She. There's a certain resemblance to, to Joel. Joel. Sorry, is, is that confirmed or is that uh, Sean's fanfic? Well, I said so. Well, he talked and I couldn't hear you. Oh, what was her name? <laughs> it's Joel's mother, Annabelle. It wasn't Annabelle. Could be. I don't think it was Annabelle. Um, Sasha. So what are you doing? Thinking. Smell the smoke. Hey, so, um, do you, do you live here? I'm the one with the gun, girlie. Go get your friend. Uh, I don't have many friends, so... I mean, I, I know the, the red guy. I'll motion to, to Steve. Really? And how might you know my little friend? That's uh, a very long, very long story, uh, which we can, you know, we can have a nice discussion if you maybe... We're a little more hospitable. I feel kind of like I'm not welcome. So maybe I should just leave. Oh, no, you're very much welcome. Along with the person standing outside of the barn there. Invite him in. Let's get to know each other. Uh, well, I didn't come with anyone. So if there's a creeper outside the barn, that seems like your issue. Well, then I guess you won't mind if I do this. And she turns the gun and fires at the door. Sean! <laughs> can, can I stop her? <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Well, how are you going to try and stop her? Lunging on the gun? <laughs> try to take it from her? You can act under pressure then. <laughs> I'm not good at this. Why do you always try and get me killed, Celeste? I didn't try. It was a 10! I succeed! <laughs> you throw yourself at her and the two of you go flying backwards into one of the stools. The bullet just fires off harmlessly into the roof of the barn. What's Angus doing? Hearing said scuffle, and of course the crack of the gunshot, Angus bursts into the barn. All you see is Steve, in a nice waistcoat, not his usual sweater vest. Steve, what's going on? Ah, uh, no idea. Angus looked around wildly. Where's Marie? He turns and looks into one of the stools at the back of the barn. Angus kind of briefly kind of stares at Steve and then starts back towards the uh, stall in question. Okay. Marie, what are you doing? Have I successfully gotten the gun away from her? 
She's on her back on the straw on the floor of the stall. Oh my. You've knocked again, <laughs> just out of her reach. Neither of you are, you're probably, yeah. Wow, words. Clothed? <laughs> Definitely clothed. She didn't knock them both over and they just instantly lost their clothing. I don't know, it was a 10. Could have happened. So you need a 12 plus for that one. <laughs> oh, so it's possible. Don't give them ideas, Sarah. Carry on. No, this will just fuel the fan shipping of various characters. Don't worry. Do I fuel it further? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's the one who asks you to turn around while he takes his clothes off in public, so. Well, I mean. Did that happen? Yep, you pulled your gun out as protection. I don't think we were in public. <laughs> it was outdoors. No. Gotta have protection. I would have my steely things with me, right? I'm sorry, you what? What? Sorry, I mean, what? What did you say? Your feely things? My, my steely. steely things. Steely things. I have steely things in my other gear. See? Sure. Well, may I uh, straddle her, so to speak, and attempt to bind her hands together? What kind of podcast is this? It's going to have to be another act under <laughs> pressure. My goodness. They are both clothed. It don't matter. I said it the least provocative way I could think. And if she rolls a 12. I rolled half of a 12, which is a 6. That's a fail. I will mark experience. Hey, I level up. Okay, it doesn't sound like anyone wants to help her. That's fine. I'm across the room. All, all good. Angus, you hear some scuffling, uh, a few grunts. I really, anything I oh say here is going to be bad. <laughs> and Marie, you find yourself being the one straddled. Oh, oh my. And she has her hands around your throat. I'm going to do a harm move. Can I see this? No, because you said you were across the room. That's where I was. He said it's the stall in the back. So I was at Steve. Question, Sarah. Mm. Since I leveled up, I want to take a plus one to sharp. Would I mark that now or keep that in my brain until the end of the session? You can mark that now. Cool. Oh, I can't take a plus to that because I have the maximum already. Ah. Oh. <laughs> okay, you, um,. You can't breathe. She's got quite a grip around your windpipe. You, you are going to pass out if there is not some intervention soon. Angus, what the fuck are you doing? Well, seeing this turn of events, clearly Angus would run over and spear tackle Sasha off of um, uh, Marie. Oh, man. Names today. Do you want to cause her any harm, or is this just... Um... Just move her. Grapple. Uh, Angus is going to kind of run forward and just grapple her. and Well, spear tackle and grapple, which, you know, a spear tackle is just flying hug, if you will, and uh, get her off of Marie. Not exactly intentionally causing harm, but, you know, he's a big guy. Okay, but we'll go with act under pressure. Oh, good. You guys are rolling act under pressure so far this session. There's a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Better roll high hey. to get her off. Whoa. Seven. A mixed success. On an act under pressure, this is fun. Do I get her off? The keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or a price to pay. Hmm. Suggestions, anyone? He gets off instead. No. <laughs> oh, this is getting dirty. <laughs> it already was. Right in the eye. Um, Worst outcome would be like You just dogpile on top of her right And there's just like a three man stack Yes Sure So you guys uh, want to do that dogpile trick again I don't know That's just that That is one option <laughs> Angus goes running in He trips over her unlaced Shoelace Stumbles forward And we have another sandwich situation 
Angus falls on top of Sasha, who is crushed against Marie, who is at the bottom of all of this. Marie, I need you to pass out. Done. <laughs> and you'll also take one harm. God damn it. Did I take any harm from her uh, strangling me? I don't remember. Not yet. You just did. Sweet. I'm not dying yet. Strangle and crushing, because Angus is on top of her who is on top of you. You don't weigh that much. I mean, but there was a jumping force, you know. It's alright. You'll be okay. It'll be fine. This is fine. It'll be fine. It's fine. Alright. So Angus, after totally fucking that up, will uh, untangle himself quickly, stand up, grab Sasha by her nasty hair, and just pull her head back to pull her off of uh, Marie and just kind of hurl her backwards. So you're going to have to act under pressure again, unless you've got some other cool move that would work here. I'm going to manipulate her. Manipulate her body, yeah. Exactly. Act under pressure, I'm afraid. Roll high, roll high. Here we go. Woo, a three. Ooh, I level up. <laughs> yeah, you do. And Marie can't help you because she's unconscious. I'm not spending any more luck. That's for Dago, I'm sure. Angus struggles to get up to his feet and attempts to do exactly what he says. But unfortunately, Sasha, who, who was only slightly winded, manages to throw her head back and crack it into your nose. Okay. You collapse backwards, having taken another point of harm. No harm. And she gasps out, Steve! Steve! A moment later, she seems to have disappeared along with Steve. That's fine. Alright, so she's disappeared. Marie's laying naked on the floor. Um, <laughs> I don't believe you rolled a 12, so <laughs> she's still fully clothed. Oh, that's for the best. Marie! Marie! And he just kind of kneels down next to her, gives her a shake, passes out of her face. Giant hand. Marie, wake up! She's looking fucked up, man. Why did you jump on... I broke a rib or something. I'm sorry. I tripped on my laces. I think we should back off from now. Take a tactical retreat. I think we need to see a doctor. What about the kid, though? Like, I feel like we should maybe find him, but... We... Fuck it, let's just go back. Yeah. We're not good to anyone if you're dead. Oh. Can you get up or you need some help? Celeste. <laughs> I feel like most of this, most of these recordings is just me giggling and Sean scolding me, and I. <laughs> it's not my fault, okay? Sarah shaking her head in the background. You chose poorly. <laughs> just like pinching the bridge of her nose. <laughs> I'm not really shaking, more nodding my head in agreement, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I can get up without any help. To be honest. Oh, I. Angus stands up and holds a hand out just in case. Yeah, fuck it, she'll take the hand. Angus helps her to her feet. How did we get there? Did we drive? I don't remember. <laughs> we walked, I think. Yeah. I thought we took a police cruiser. Borrowed the sheriff's um, personal shitty blue car. The deputy's car. He's our sheriff yet. Yes, sorry. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. I'm sure he will be sheriff now that the sheriff's dead. Well, I mean, we have some knowledge on that, but yes. I mean, just going by, like, line of succession, does the deputy next in line? Sure. Sheriff Winters better not dine. <laughs> God, Sheriff Mater. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the next mystery. Uh, yeah. Marie will limp back to the cruiser, but still get in the driver's seat. It's his personal car, not the cruiser. It's what the policeman cruises around in. Remember, it's a golf. That's ah, true. Deputy Sheriff. The policeman sheriff guy. It's all the same. Anyway. Yeah, we'll, go well, back to the we, car. We go back to town. Yeah. We're in town. Where are you going? The frickin' hospital. They don't have a hospital. Hospitals in Joplin. Do they have a clinic? 
urgent care? I'm sure you could find someone, yes. Goddamn pharmacy. Ibuprofen. You know, Angus, I think we should maybe take the car back to uh, Deputy Winners before we bleed in it too much. Aye, that's a good idea. Although I think you're the one doing the more bleeding this time for once. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah, don't get used to it. Aye. All right, let's go. Hurry up. (laughs) And we drive to the sheriff's office. How did that go again? (laughs) Beep, beep. So you've run from the Johnson Ranch back to the sheriff's office? Yes. There is a lot of activity going on there because, remember, you guys found a dead body. Fuck, that's right. Maybe this wasn't a good idea. Do you still want to go in? No. I think perhaps we should go back to the tavern. Fuck our own back. Let's do maybe like a, a loop of the town, though, see if they do have a, a, a clinic or something. Do you rock on up with all of your multiple injuries? Did we find a clinic? Yes. Yes, you do. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. They're probably used to injured people. I bet they ask questions. Well, hold on. What what injuries does Angus have? What What's, what's he got? A lot of bite marks. Fucking imps, man. Yeah, lots of claw marks. So the bite marks on Angus, are they like... Would you know, like, okay, an animal probably did this? I mean, wild honeymoon night. Or is it plausible that it could have been, like, a person could have... Oh, goodness. He has someone on his face, so either it was, like, a drop bear situation coming down from (laughs) above, or a very tall animal reached up and scratched him. Okay, Angus, before we go in, we can't tell these people that we fight monsters because they're going to think we're insane. Why, clearly. We were walking in the woods, and a raccoon attacked you, and it bit you, and so you might have to get a rabies shot or something. I don't know. It might be good for you. I don't. You're kind of feral. Um, and I was trying to get the raccoon off of you, and I rolled down a hill, and I, I got uh, bruised. Does that sound good? Oh yeah, highly plausible. A raccoon. Yes. Was this raccoon on fire, by the way? Because there was a lot of flame also being spewed at you guys. That's right. Wasn't Marie on fire at one point? <laughs> no, that was just yes. that was just the outer shirt. No, that, that's that's the outer shirt. That layer's gone. <laughs> Maybe you rolled down a hill into a fire. Fairs campfires. Fuck. Is it better that we rolled into a campfire? Or that we were maybe, like, smoking and then, like, set a fire and then try to put it out after the raccoon was dealt with. Perhaps we should just answer the questions as they come. We'll take it one step at a time. How about that? That's probably, that's probably a better idea. Let's, let's go. What do you think of me? Firefetch fantasies, woman. Gotta prepare a story, man. Oh, you're doing a fine job at that. Shut up. Let's just go in. Hey, Well, ladies first. So you walk into the small town clinic where there are mothers with their little children who are waiting to see the doctor and a little old lady behind the reception who has a striking resemblance to Mavis, possibly an older sister or her mother. And she kind of looks up at you over her glasses and her eyes widen as she takes in your appearances. Appearance eye. Appearance eye. Oh dear, what what can I help you with? Um, I'll, I'll just go see if the doctor is available. One moment. That'd be great, thank you. Just stay right there. Will do. And she totters on off to the back for about a minute or so, and she comes back and she says, Come right through, the doctor can see you now. Oh my gosh. Maybe you should have gone to the hospital. Oh dear. A hospital's too far. Ushers you both into the back room. With this really old, wizened-looking, dark-skinned man with really thick spectacles and a white doctor's coat kind of looks you over and squints. Hello? What is it that seems to have happened here? Well, you see, it was this freak raccoon attack. Oh? That explains some of the scratches. Um, will you be able to remove some clothing so we can deal with these injuries? 
nurse, could you please get a rabies shot and some bandages and um, other assorted items that we'll need to deal with this? Angus shoots Maria scowl. <laughs> You'll pay for this. We'll step out and you can undress there and then I will be back with the nurse. We'll clean those. Will the sis? Yes. A, a raccoon. Right. Yes, yeah, group of raccoons. They are uh, very vicious. Maybe we should report this to the sheriff. I have a little gaze of raccoons. You just Googled that, didn't you? Because I heard typing. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Someone should probably uh, take care of them. There are quite a few. We were outnumbered. I'll make sure to make a report for the sheriff. Why? Oh, I... Yeah, so you can, you can leave now, Angus, please. Oh, God, yes, please. The doctor follows him. Curtain drawn, gown on, changing scene done. <laughs> cool. Are you happy there, Sean? There was some faint nudity. Why, why is it got to be me? You were, you the, were one the one who... Never mind. <laughs> anyway, your wounds are administered to. They insist that you should go to Joplin and even say they can phone in for an ambulance for the two of you. You know, this is really meant to just, just a quick patching up, you know. Well, I, I don't think that's necessary. Surely some I don't know, and we'll be just fine. Okay, by the time you leave the clinic, you've both been stabilized and heal one harm. Okay, we are stabilized and, oh, fuck, only one harm? Yeah! I'm good with that. Because uh, you healed extra, don't you? I can, once per mystery. <laughs> Ugh. It's getting dark outside. What are you guys going to do now? Perhaps, Mary, we could do it my way. And go at night. Although the fact that she has Steve kind of puts a little crimp in the plan, don't it? How, how'd she get Steve? How do you know who you are? Who knows how she got Steve, but I mean, uh, yeah, so Steve's not technically mine yet because, you know, we're in the past. Um, I don't really know how he knows who I am. I'm assuming that's just a demon thing. Sounds awful timey wimey to me. Yeah, it, d- it does, doesn't it? I, that's why I said it. As for going back tonight, I feel like I could really use like a good night's rest. I, I think I could use a night's rest as well. You look terrible. Well, thank you. Hey, just concern for your well-being. Yeah, I'm sure that's what that was. I just feel bad leaving the kid out overnight. Do you think you would have gone to the sheriff's, like sheriff place? I, I don't, I don't think so. Last time I spoke to him, uh, or somebody. Shit, who was it? I think it was him. It was him. He said his mom told him not to do that. Yeah, but like, who else? I guess, I guess there's a few people. I guess there's offices in, in in the town. You know, the kid knows where to find us. Let's maybe he's already waiting for us back at the back at the inn at the tavern. I hope that's all that's waiting for us. So you head back to the Springfield Tavern. It's quite busy. It's dinner time. Quite a few people from the town there getting their evening meal, catching up with everyone after a hard day's work. The sign that celebrated your marriage has been removed. Oh, thank God. But a few people who recognize you see you come in and go, hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, awkward waves. We'll just go upstairs. They got room service, right? We can just go upstairs and, like... Mm-hmm. Like, we can get the service in the room. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Well, it's just the two of you in there, so... Celeste. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Control yourself. I'm fine. Yeah, we can get food and, and stuff. All right, that's cool, then. Yeah. Go upstairs please oh shoot before we go up sorry want to go to the bartender and uh 
Do I know his name? I don't think I wrote down his name. Does he have a name? I'm sure he has a name. No one's just asked for it yet. I don't care about his name. Tom. You just asked if he had a name. Uh, if we had learned it already, then I would use it. But if I don't know it, I don't care enough to ask right now. Fair enough. Hey, um, we had a, a kid with us earlier. Is he, is he coming? No. Uh, why? If you lost him? Weren't you guys babysitting him for practice? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, we went back to take him home. And, you know, we left him with his mom. But then, like, the mom, like, contacted us and was like, where's the kid? So we were just making sure, like, he, he's not like a pigeon and he didn't come back here. What? A pigeon? Yeah, you know, the pigeons, where, like, they come back to, where, like, send letters in and, and old times. Anyways, thanks for the help. Don't they usually go home? Wouldn't he have? That's why I'm confused. You know, you're allowed to be confused. I'm going to go upstairs now. Okay. Could we get some dinner sent up, do you think? Mike can have today's special sent up if you want. Sounds great. Cool, well, thanks for the talk. Marie's <laughs> going upstairs. Hi, Marie. Did you order us food? Uh, yeah, they're sending up the special. Why? What's the special? I don't know. Food. You didn't ask? I'm assuming it's going to be food and edible. What does it matter? Woman. So you guys get into the honeymoon suite. And this time there's no petals, there's no chocolate. There are some fluffy handcuffs on the bed. And also <laughs> seated on a seat across from the bed is... Sasha. Deputy Winters. Oh. Oh. Hey, Deputy Winners, are those are those yours? She'll motion to the handcuffs. Oh, they were here when I arrived. Weird. Well, they're not ours, so that's really weird how they got here. Uh huh. Angus clears the throat loudly. Anyway, what what are you doing in that room? Well, obviously, I was waiting for you. In the dark, not ominous at all. Oh, the light's on. I don't think it was. It was never said to be on. Clearly we would have shut it off when we left. Perhaps the theater of the mind left that detail out. Why are you covered in even more blood than you were when I saw you last time? Uh, Hi. The raccoons. This is mine. Is my car okay? What have you done with my car? It's in the parking lot downstairs. You might want to get it detailed. Okay. So what the fuck happened? Uh, we found the kid's mom. Right. Did you find the kid? Nah. What did you find? Obviously some kind of trouble. Yeah, we found the kid's mom. Oh, she's good at that. Sasha did that? Well, no, she tried to shoot us. Um, you know the bridge with the, the people living there? The imp creatures were also living there. Uh, Angus reached into a crack in the wall and uh, yanked them out. What the fuck did you do that for? They were there. We didn't know at first what they were. Right. Right. And you can see that he's really starting to rethink this whole <laughs> alliance with you guys. Oh, we also talked to... Um, Met... <sighs> A... Aramitha? Aerie. Yeah. I just call it Aerie. Yeah, Meadow. Um, yeah, we talked to her. She was kind of mad that we... Well, that Angus, uh, you know, was messing with the crack. Aye. She was not pleased. <laughs> she was possibly a little too rough with it. <laughs> Celeste. I'm sorry, Sarah, go on. <laughs> I, I don't really know anything... About that, I just, like I said, I stabbed the monsters. Boring life. Hey, at least I don't go around getting scratched up by imps and leaving old ladies dead in the street. Why? I tried to save her. That's only one of me. Where were you when this all happened, huh? Apparently I was in the, the office while my boss was dead in the next room over. That's where I was. I find detective work. 
and he shoves himself up from the chair and he comes right up at you and there's a height discrepancy, but it's, you know, not too crazy in a man. And he gets all up in your, I guess, neck because he can't reach your face and he's jabbing his finger at you and he's like, look, ever since you got here, just things have been gotten worse. People are dying. There is imps and cracks and don't tell me I'm not a good detective. Aye, I assure you, we'd just as soon leave here if we could, but we're here now stuck in this place just like everyone else. We didn't bring this down upon anybody. We stumbled into it. And you're not exactly helping. Marie's going to try to get in between the two conflicting egos. Sure, so you push your way in between the two men. (laughs) Here we are again. I suppose so. Look, man, it just happens, okay? Sometimes you just get put into these situations. <laughs> Anyways. And sometimes you just insert yourself. That's all right. A little bit of spit will be all right. Sarah! <laughs> What's happening? Right. Um. Inserting. You're inserting. Yes. Insertion is happening. <laughs> Slowly. Oi, then what do you suppose we do then? You want us just to sit down and be good little kids then? Let's just calm down. We're both on the same team. That'll be helpful. Oi, we'll have a crack at it then. Just making things worse. How about you both sit down? Just, just both of you and she's going to push them. Roll, manipulate a person. Oh, baby. That should be easy for uh, Angus. (laughs) He's trained, right? How so? Because he's a dog. You know, sit, stay. Yeah. Uh, That's a seven. Deputy Winters will do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show them that you mean it. Stomp your foot. Is pushing him? Consider. <laughs> I think you need to do a bit more than that. What is happening here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like the sound of it. Sean. On a 7 to 9, because she's attempting to manipulate a hunter, you can mark experience if you do what she's asked you to do. Fine. So he glowers at Deputy Winters and kind of scowls again at Marie, kind of huffs, kind of turns, and then finds a seat and sits. Deputy Winters holds his hand out and he says, Keys. Marie will reluctantly get the keys out from her pocket and put them in his hand. And he'll go back to the seat he had been sitting in previously. Drops back into it, all the while keeping eyes on Angus. Angus crosses his arms across his burly chest and just kind of glares at Deputy Winners. Right, so we're both on the same team here. We have found something out for you, Deputy uh, Winters. Uh... Sasha, Joel's mom, has uh, an object that allows you to control one of those little demony things. And uh, that's actually how she got away, because uh, she, like, teleported. But it can do all sorts. It can stop time. It can, uh, can you know, summon fire. Marie. So, yeah. He kind of tries to subtly shake his head. I mean, it's not like we have the stone... Or anything, Angus. So, like, what's the harm in telling him what it does? He just kind of rolls his eyes and shakes his head. Yes, we we got you knowledge on what might be causing this increase of uh, little imp things. So, I mean, it's not like we've done nothing since we got here but caused trouble. We have caused trouble. I will... You're right on that part. (laughs) But, uh, balance is out, right? Well... Let's see. Lost a boy. That... You pulled imps out of a crack. That was more him than me. You didn't stop an old lady from dying. Again, that was him. In the middle of the street. That, that, that was him. And what was the good thing you did again that balances all of that out? We got information that you otherwise wouldn't have. You thought that Sasha was one of the the victims. Right. Oh yeah, she was at the uh, Johnson Ranch. 
She was in the barns. I doubt she'll be there again, but you never know. And she has the ability to control these imps. Hey, probably. I'm assuming Great. with the stone that she could probably control more of them other than the one. So, Deputy, we now have a place where we know that these potential victims have been taken and uh, contributing to the weakening of the gateway, which has been furthering the other problems of uh, old ladies getting murdered on the street. So what are you saying I should do with this information? You want me to take a few of my fellow deputies off to the Johnson Ranch and say, hey, Mr. Mir, we need to search your barn because we think you're sacrificing people. I never mentioned the police force. I, you brought the police force into this. Sheriff's office. Why did you whisper sheriff's office? Not a police force. He's Law enforcement. It's a bit of catch-all. Would it be the sheriff's force, then? Anyway, yeah, I, you brought the whole law, bring your men over there. That You don't need to do that. Well, I'm asking you what it is you want me to do with this information. That's not for me to say, man. I've given you the information. What you do with it is on you, but I need to have a nap. Also, we have dinner coming. Do you want to, do you want to have something to eat while you're here? Angus scowls at Marie again. No, I've got to go meet Mavis for the library for dinner. So she's got something to show me in a book. Oh. Are you sure you don't want your handcuffs? I told you they're not mine. Marie will give him a knowing look. <laughs> I'm not the one who's renting a honeymoon suite. Doesn't the honeymoon suite have two beds? I thought there was like a little side room. Well, he only sees one bed. Ah, oh, shit. Those sight lines. And with that, he uh, walks towards the door and he says, Well, how about you don't get into any more trouble and go back to your own time? He just leaves the room. Thank goodness. Hope you don't fall down the stairs. I heard that. <laughs> Quick. You know, Angus, you probably shouldn't be rude to the one guy who, like, knows and can help us. Oh, he started it. Did he, though? Coming in here with all sorts of accusations. Okay, maybe he did. Uh, I'm going to change. How about you, like, try to get Meadow or Aramitha, whatever she goes by, and update her on the whole ranch thing? I don't know if that's such a good idea. She seems a bit hot-headed. Now that means something coming from me. Okay, we'll go in the morning and we'll have a whole... We'll rest up and then whatever. Aye, eloquently put. Sound like a plan? Rest and then whatever? Aye. Cool, we rest and then... Whatever. Whatever happens the next day. <laughs> okay, so you guys... Go to bed, but not before having the special of the night, which is pancakes. God. <laughs> Marie eats with overwhelming guilt. <laughs> you guys both heal up one harm, and you wake in the morning. Refreshed. To a tapping noise on the window, Marie. Oh, she has her knife, and she's going to creep over to the window, open it. My God, you put clothes on first, right? She doesn't, she sleeps in pajamas. Like five layers of pajamas. And two little imps fly into the room. God damn it, Maurice. Raking you with their claws. You take one harm. Fuck. <laughs> but I could, like, slash at them, right? Because I had my knife out. I was, like, ready for, like, right? <laughs> Attacks of opportunity. Yeah, right? Right? You're in your pajamas, you've gotten out of bed, you've got your knife, you open the window for no reason. There's tapping, there's a reason. Why wouldn't you look out the window first? You men act under pressure then to see if you have the presence of mind to groggily defend yourself after opening the window without even looking. Okay, who just goes up and just like shoves open a window? You look first, that's 
doesn't have apparently Marie. Apparently Marie. That doesn't have to be said. God damn, night before Christmas. It's like when you say, I'm going to the bathroom, you don't just assume that you have to specify that the pants are down. You assume that's part of the process. Anyways. Roll X under pre-show. As a 12! <laughs> Where the hell was that earlier? As saving itself for window imps. All right, does that mean you need to get naked? Wait, what? I'm sorry? Remember, you got to roll a 12 to get naked. Oh. <laughs> imps are naked, I'm pretty sure is what that means. Yeah, the imps are naked. They're always naked. The only one you've seen clothed has been Steve. I guess it worked. <laughs> Okay, you have the presence of mind to jump back and brandish your knife at them so they are unable to get to your face, but they are circling around you in the room. Angus, you hear a kerfuffle from the main room in the honeymoon suite. Oh, Marie, it's too early for this nonsense. Kind of drags himself out of the bed, pokes his head out of his room. What? What the hell? And they broke down the window, help. Angus looks real quick for some shattered glass, of which he obviously sees none. And then goes to aid Marie, as usual. <laughs> now is he dressed? <laughs> I don't like the pause. I don't like, I don't like this pause. <laughs> Since you kind of assumed that Marie was not, it makes me think that you reckon Angus is probably naked. Sadly, probably yes. The 12 worked. <laughs> <laughs> Playing all along. Jesus, Marie. Celeste. So Angus is in the doorway, totally naked, hair must, ready to attack? What? Are you ready to attack the imps? What are you doing? You're standing yes. there naked. Yes, I lunge forward and attack the imps, breaking my claws across them. Kick some ass, then. Marie, what are you doing while this is happening? Ten success. I killed them all. I would like to poke one with my sword. It's not a sword, it's a knife. It's just a, knife. a big knife. It's just a big knife. It's a forearm, by the way. Jesus. What's your extra effect? Because you got a ten plus. Hold on, I have to look. <laughs> you gain the advantage. Take plus one forward or give plus one to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm. Which is an extra one harm. You suffer less harm because you're exchanging harm. Plus one forward to another hunter. Awesome. They're dead. Well, one's dead anyway. You ruined one of them in half, tossing uh, pieces of imp all around the honeymoon suite and managing to catch the other one slightly, giving it some harm. He is the one, however, who manages to breathe fire on you. Of course he does. <laughs> Which is too harm. I called this move Burn Baby Burn. Thank God we lost that one harm. Marie, what are you doing? Marie. Last. I'm giggling over my shoulder. As it starts raining imp bits. Ew. Um, I would like to poke the other one with my knife. Okay, kick some ass and you have that plus one from Angus, who's given you an advantage. Thanks for the plus one, Angus. <laughs> oh my fucking god. That's a four. Which is a fail. <laughs> a burnt sausage kebab. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, now I get what you were talking about. Forgot he was naked for a moment. <laughs> You were so distracted by Angus being there naked that you don't see the one that has been breathing fire on Angus, and he just turns his whole body and breathes fire on you. I'm good with this result. You take two harm. I now have a plus one going forward because I have. Uh, what does not kill me if you have suffered harm in a fight, you gain plus one until the fight's over. Cool, cool. But your pajamas are on fire. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. You'll have to put yourself out. Angus, what are you doing? I'm assuming now that I'm not on fire, I strike out at the other end. God, please don't miss. 
a mixed success. An eight, by the way. So you just exchange him. Okay. So that's four. He's about to take another breath to breathe some more flame on you, but doesn't have time as you launch yourself straight onto him. He does, however, have time to slash at you with his claws, which is just one harm, which I believe you negate, right? I do. Before he too perishes from your attack. You're covered in imp bits, blood, you've got singed eyebrows and chest hair. Maria's still on fire again. Stop, drop, and roll. Angus attempts to help. Roll to act under pressure, Marie. I know the fight's over. Do I get a plus one because he's helping? Well, we'll see if you need help. Oh, that's true. That's right. That's right. If she needs help. She needs help. It's a seven. It's a mixed success. That could be worse. Worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. You set the bed on fire, but you're out. Oh, Marie. What are you doing? The room is quickly filling with smoke. Not gonna lie, I was thinking you were gonna go like, Marie has to take her shirt off because it's on fire. That's much nicer. Much prefer that. Oh, that's what I was going to, so. I'm not the one trying to get you naked. Apparently you guys are. <laughs> fire extinguishers. Are there fire extinguishers in the suite? In 1999? It was still, they said like fire laws, like regulations. It's a peripheral country, Sarah. Do you know where the fire extinguisher is? Underneath the sink. Or post it to the wall. I mean, there's a kitchenette, isn't there? I thought I, was, I assume it'd be, like, near that. It's a, a nice a kitchenette area, and a, there's a bar. Curtains are going up. Oh, Jesus. It's a fucking fire extinguisher! I want to use it! Hey, Angus runs, grabs the fire extinguisher, and using his strength, rips off the freaking top of it and just... <laughs> don't think that's how that works. That's exactly how that works. Haven't you seen cartoons? You know what? That's fair. You popping the top and spewing it all over the place? All that white stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. Act under pressure. Cover your eyes, Marie. It's a bit late now. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I help him? <laughs> Does that help even... What help is that going to do? Can't help him! <laughs> Chuck it off the bed. <laughs> you got to rip it off the wall. And you take some of the wall off with it. But instead of using it like a normal person, your fingers have turned into actual claws. You're unable to operate this item and just throw it at the fire instead in frustration. Oh, bloody hell. Smoke everywhere. It's getting very hard to see. You are coughing and spluttering. You need air. Angus races over to the window and throws it open again. Well, I guess it's already open, so... It's already open! <laughs> the curtain's on fire! Oh my god. Get clothes on, we need to go! Oh, right. Angus tries to feel his way to his room. Act under pressure minus one if you're going to try and get your clothes on before getting outside. Uh, do I have to do, the, I have to do a minus one, right? Ooh, a seven, a mixed success. Thank God. I get my shirt. While he's doing that, Marie's looking for a, a, a fire thingy. A fire thingy? Fire alarm. That'll be in the hallway. I'm sure the smoke detectors are going off. <laughs> they don't have smoke detectors since 1990. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. They don't have them in castles. <laughs> Worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Angus. Oh, God. Please be gentle. You can either retrieve one item of clothing or the weapons. Oh, shit. Get, get our stuff. Get the weapons. Oh, I gotta think about this for a minute. Get the weapons! Yeah, Marie is otherwise useless without a weapon. I have will be naked. It's fine. We can get a blanket. We can get towels. Fine. I uh, flail around looking for my clothing. And instead, uh, latch on to the duffel bag full of weapons, which for some bizarre reasons in my room. And, uh, realize it's all I got before we die. And kind of bolt out of the room. Marie, let's go! She's already out. Oh, of course, yeah. Fuck that guy. She, she went out to, she went out to 
pull the fire alarm and then get out. There's an alarm going off. It's just fucking mayhem. There's smoke coming out into the corridor. You guys stumble your way down the stairs into the bar and uh, ush it out with everyone else into the, the front of the building in the car, in this, what do you guys call car parks? We'll just call them car parks. Parking lot. There's smoke coming out of every open orifice in the building. Sirens in the background. Angus is naked. He has a duffel bag full of weapons. And Maria's wearing burnt pajamas. <laughs> well, that happened. I still don't know how, but it did. If you have liked, rated, and or reviewed Red Gate and Wolf, then you're my new favorite person. Seriously, though, thanks heaps. It really does mean a lot to us. If you would like to help spread the word or do something else to support us, please head on over to our website, redgateandwolf.com. It also has info on our characters, as well as links to our chat room and socials. We end this episode with a trailer for a fun actual play that's set on a train and has ghosts. Totes, check them out after the beep. And just one last thing. Thanks for listening. Beep! We interrupt this program to inform you about the new radio drama, officially sanctioned by the immortal emperor himself, Ghosts on a Train. Ghosts on a Train is all about the pride of Duskwall and the courageous but eccentric line bulls that keep our railways safe. Let's hear from the bulls now. Andrew Anderson, badge named Dunville. The best thing about being a line bull is definitely the trains. Back at the orphanage, I shared my room with 20 people, and now I only share it with three. Ooh, plus the food's way better. Plus there's a hot tub, and I swear that someday... Yeah, we only have so much time. Adric, a.k.a. Drix. Badge name, Colburn. Close calls, huh? <laughs> that was a wild one, but, uh, you know what cowboy never rodeos entails. Oh, that's unhelpful. Pippin' Pip McKeel. Badge name, McKeel. Well, I think it's best to bear the train. It's an unintelligible mumblings of a drunkard. Ah, well, listen to Ghosts on a Train. Ghost Lines Actual Play, releasing every other Thursday on a podcatcher near you. 